Hey guys, check out Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0, brought to you by Mama Jumbo Shrimp, a fully updated second edition, reviewed and revised by an expert panel of certified Italian wine ambassadors from across the globe. The book also includes an edition by Professore Attilio Scienza, Italy's leading vine geneticist. To pick up a copy today, just head to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. For all the super wine geeks out there, we have a special new series dedicated to you. We are reading excerpts from our new edition of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0. Wine lovers, tune in for your weekly fix only on Italian Wine Podcast. If you want to own a copy of this new must-read Italian wine textbook, just go to Amazon.com or visit us at MamaJumboShrimp.com. Native Grape Varieties The central section of this book offers a detailed catalog of mass-known, lesser-known, and rare Italian grape varieties. We want to showcase the richness and diversity of Italian grapes, and for the second edition, we have included a short list of benchmark producers for our mass-known grapes, enabling our readers outside Italy to seek and find top-quality examples of wines made from these important grapes from all over Italy. We have also expanded the descriptions of these grapes, adapted to a format that specifically helps students connect grapes with places, history, vinification, and food. The story of Italian grape varieties speaks of resilience. Until the late 1980s, Many native grapes were at risk of extinction. Several concurrent factors contributed to the near destruction of Italy's native grape population. Most native varieties possess at least one, and some even more, of these traits that were once deemed undesirable, such as low yield, particularly unwelcome in an era when quantity was prized over quality. Variety which posed winemaking challenges in the cellar, such as excessive reduction and oxidation, also fell out of favor since less was known in the past about how to manage such challenges. When it was necessary to replant vines after the devastation of phylloxera, these troublesome varieties were overlooked in favor of those that seemed easier to grow and vinify. Furthermore, the fact that native varieties were less studied and sometimes misidentified meant that nurseries were not always stocking quality vine material. Only very recently have Italian native varieties begun to experience a revival, with consumers all over the world now discovering their long-forgotten aromas and flavors. At times, Italian producers also chose to plant these more internationally popular French varieties such as Merlot and Chardonnay, because their well-known organoleptic profiles replicate themselves relatively consistently regardless of where they were grown. Although experts recognize that a Cabernet Sauvignon wine from Sicily is different to a wine created in California or Bordeaux, such differences are not always understood by or relevant to an average wine buyer. One of the aims of this book is to celebrate Italy's native grapes and these wines they make, educating readers 
about the vast and diverse range of aromas and flavors unique to Italy's native grapes and wines. Understanding the ideal soils in which these grapes should be planted, the appropriate trellising systems and vinification process involved, and so on, are all crucial to encouraging a wider audience of consumers to experience these exciting and historic cultivars, many of which have been overlooked and overvalued over the past. Ampelography or Ampelology The identification of grapes has evolved from an art to a science, namely from ampelography to ampelology. Ampelography refers to the practice and technique of describing and classifying vines based on visual observation and pictorial illustration of grapevines. Although the practice of ampelography provides us with many beautiful and detailed illustrations of grapes, it is now considered insufficient for a complete analysis of vine and can at times even be misleading. In the past, using only ampelographic techniques frequently led to errors and misidentification. Modern science allows us to go beyond what can be observed with the naked eye and to study grape varieties on a cellular and even molecular level. As such, the preferred terms for the scientific study and identification of grape varieties is ampelology, which relies for accuracy on the study of DNA on a molecular level. Are genetically identical varieties really identical? Like humans, grapevines have their own unique DNA profiles. Two grapevines are considered to be genetically identical when genetic testing shows that they possess identical DNA sequences in a sufficient number of marker sites, six is usually acceptable. The sites, called microsatellites, are also known as single-sequence repeats of SSRs. In very simple terms, these varieties share enough of a molecular fingerprint to be considered identical. However, there are cases in which varieties that are deemed genetically identical exhibit morphological form structure, physiological differences. The best examples are seen in the Pinot family. Supposedly identical in genetic profile, Pinot Nero, Pinot Noir, Pinot Grigio, Pinot Gris, and Pinot Bianco, Pinot Blanc, could not look more different. This phenomenon can also be observed in Italian grape varieties. Based on genetic testing, Favorita in Piedmont, Pigato in Liguria, and Vermentino in Tuscany, Liguria and Sardinia have been found to be genetically identical. However, their appearance and the wines they create are very different. As the science of DNA testing and its application to grape variety advances, more accurate and complete results will emerge, and it will become feasible and cost-effective to analyze more than six markers. This is important because when more markers are analyzed, the three pinots show genetic variation. This is important because when more markers are analyzed, the three pinots show genetic variations. Are you enjoying this podcast? There is so much more high-quality wine content available from Mama Jumbo Shrimp. Check out our new wine study maps, our books on Italian wine, including Italian Wine Unplugged, 
The Jumbo Shrimp Guide to Italian Wine, Sangiovese Lambrusco and Other Stories, and much, much more on our website, mamajumboshrimp.com. Now back to the show. It is also likely that DNA analysis is more complex than scientists have believed up to this point. It is therefore not possible to consider the results of DNA research in a vacuum. A degree of academic interpretation is also required. Clones, biotypes, and phenotypes. The previous discussion of genetic identification allowed us to gain a deeper understanding of the similarities and differences among those grape varieties. Taking this discussion to a step further, it is important to understand a subset of related key terms, subvarieties, biotypes, clones, and phenotypes. Biotypes, or subvarieties, are grapevines that share the same genetic background, yet due to an adaptation to different environments over a long period of time, manifest morphological and physiological differences. These changes are so minimal that they are not readily picked up by most genetic analysis. Examples of this mutability include having different berry sizes and colors, different yield potential, and varied level of disease susceptibility. In light of this, it is more accurate to refer to Favorita, Pigato, and Vermentino as biotypes rather than identical varieties. Scientists are now increasingly championing this hypothesis. A clone, the vine material offered by a grapevine nursery, is a genetic duplicate of a mother plant. Another term relating to genetic material, genotype, refers to a specific genetic material associated with an individual or organism. The phenotype refers to the appearance of an individual or a plant. In humans, for example, the phenotype is the way people look. Grape varieties that exhibit significant morphological and physiological differences can be referred to as having high intravarietal variability. More specifically, this is the case where members of the same variety don't look the same. Such superficial differences are one of the biggest causes of misidentification of grape varieties. Nebbiolo, for example, is one of Italy's most ancient cultivars. Having been around for so long, it has built up more mutations than more recently occurring varieties. Nebbiolo presents more phenotypes and is described as having high intravarietal variability. Wine color and anthocyanin profiles. If we compare a wine that is pale ruby to one that is deep purple, both are commonly perceived as red wines. But what causes these differences in hue? The color of red wines delivers from the total volume of ratio of five different free anthocyanins and phenolic compounds that are mainly responsible for pigmentation in wine. The names of these important compounds are malvin, petunin, delphin, cyanin, and peonin. Their relative presence in wine would determine its color. The analysis of anthocyanin profiles is an additional method that can be used to identify the variety or varieties that comprise a wine. Malvin and petunin are darker and the most stable, while peonin, delphin, and cyanin 
can be easily broken down or oxidized. The result is that Nebbiolo, which is rich in cyanine and pionine, naturally gives wines a paler and less stable color, as does cyanine-rich Sangiovese. Grape variety groups and families. Sometimes grape varieties that bear the same name or a part of the same name have mistakenly been lumped together, blurring their respective identities. This practice is understandable but incorrect. Not everyone with the same name Smith is related, and the same is true of grape varieties. For example, the Malvasia group has 17 members linked together by the appearance of the word Malvasia in their names. Malvasia was a popular name given to many grapes, but it does not necessarily indicate a close genetic link. In reality, only a few Malvasia grapes are genetically related. We refer to this type of relationship as a group rather than a family. Conversely, Lambrusco is a family of native grapes that bear the same name and produce similar yet distinct wines. Lambrusco grapes share close genetic ties. When varieties share the same basic name and close genetic ties, they are called a family rather than a group. Crossings A crossing, incrocio in Italian, is a product of two varieties of the same species. Crossings occur randomly in nature, but many are initiated deliberately by scientists in laboratories in the hope of producing offspring that exhibit their parents' most desirable traits, such as disease resistance and drought tolerance. There are numerous crossings planted in Italy, and in this book, we have included a handful of the most significant. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cin cin.